Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and, well, I'm going to try not to bore you too much in this next 30 minutes, and we do what we always do on this show and teach you interesting ways to, well, save you interest. Uh, like we've talked about lately, <clears throat> I've had a lot of topics in the last couple of weeks, and basically <laughs> the main topic is, wow, where did February go? That was fast. This year is coming out immensely busy. Um, as far as real estate, inventory is low. As far as mortgages, wow, things are really happening. As I mentioned on the last show, and thank you for the response because, guys, like this, our office is just absolutely insane. So if I haven't gotten back to you in the first couple hours, I am getting back to people in, in a four-hour window anyway. But, we, you know, it's, it, it's fantastic. So thank you very much. And the reason being is because the hottest topic is, you know, what can we do with this newfound equity? Last uh, podcast, last show, what I talked about was, you know, a lot of us here in London, Dorchester, that's where I'm from, you know, surrounding area, west of London is absolutely insanity with Kamoka and out that way, Lambeth, right, even north as far as Lucan and Ilderton out that way. A lot of us built a house, say we bought a house, built a house, moved into a house and say it was $300,000. Well, lo and behold, what did your neighbor sell for? A lot of us have questions. Could it be worth this and could it be worth that? So on the last program, what I focused on was what can we do with this money? Like I understand who's listening out there. A lot of us out there aren't first-time homebuyers listening to talk radio. I mean if you're listening to a show about mortgages, well, you probably have a mortgage. And of course, if you're listening to talk radio, then you probably, you know, we're a little older. I'm old. I'm over 40. I'm 43. Oh gosh, going on 44 already. I, to be honest with you, I love getting old. It's fun. So I, I, as I mentioned earlier on the, on the, on the show before, I'm out at the Highland area and we've been into curling out there. So of course with curling, it's a very social sport and a lot of us guys uh, sit around and talk and girls too on my scrappers team. So of course we were talking about kind of banking and what's trending and of course all kinds of stories pop up like, well, my son's trying to do this and my daughter was hoping to do that. And then we got a little deeper in the conversation because all of us around the table, we didn't really need a mortgage. None of us need a mortgage, and that's what today's program is about. Why would I listen to this show? What can mortgage teacher do for me when I don't need a mortgage? Well, here's the funny thing. Things have changed. So I don't want a mortgage. Like let's say I pay my house down. I'll give you an example, and this is where times have changed, and uh, this is what I'm going to teach on today's program, how to create the tax-deductible mortgage depending where you are in life. Let's say you know, you're in your 40s and – you know, you owe very little on the house. You owe very little debt. Everything's going fantastic, but you're T Ford pretty big. Maybe you're making eighty grand a year, hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. And there was a write up lately in Toronto Star that you know Canadians are the highest paying, the highest taxed country in the world. Forty two point five percent. By the time you get income taxed, by the time you pay tax on your purchases, by the time you're paying this carbon tax. We end up giving away 42% of our income. So I'm okay to pay my taxes. I'm caught up in my taxes. I'm a good boy, and as is my family and all my businesses. With that being said, okay, I don't mind finding things. There's, there's things you can do to help save you on your taxes. For example, if you borrow to invest, you get to write off some interest. If you have an uh, – that's income. So if you're borrowing to invest, like an investment property – if you have an investment property, you have some expenses to that. So there's things, of course, within your business you can do. Let your accountant help you with that. Today's program is kind of like what can you use the equity in your house for? And this is kind of a new thing. Not a new thing. It happened a while ago and I'm going to just teach you the background of it because lucky enough I had a piece of that background and I can teach you to maybe think outside the box. So 
perhaps the number one question is, do you have a financial planner, a professional that's going to execute your plan? That is step number one, because if you have someone you trust, for example, you gave somebody $10,000 and they turn that into $11,000 for you. Well, wow. What happens if you gave them $100,000? They would have made you $110,000. You're right. And then with compound interest, depending on your age, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, you can start to make a lot of money with money. As we all know, the old cash flow quadrant, Robert Kiyosaki, we want to get over to that. So our money is working for us. So here's where times have changed. So I'll just throw it out there. Ethically, I've mentioned on the show before, I grew up in Dorchester, kind of a small town thought. So of course, I was raised with bust your butt off, you know, work your butt off and pay that mortgage off as quick as you can. And of course, have no debt. That is great ethics. But then as I started to learn in my career, there's, you know, different ways you could do, like, for example, start to build an investment portfolio while you're paying off your debt. And in the middle, you can create some tax deductions to help that you don't have to pay as much tax, right? And it can help, you know, help you out, put more money in your pocket. So here's what we can do and here, here's what has happened. So I'll go in the background a little bit. So way back in, I, I can't say the year. I want to say it's the year 2000, but you can uh, reach out to me and correct me if I'm wrong. But what happened is the feds were trying to stimulate the market and they came up with a new rule that if you borrow to invest, you get to write off the interest against your income. Okay, so there was a gentleman in Victoria, B.C. that he didn't have a mortgage on his house. It was paid off, maybe like many people listening right now. Then what he did is he went and leaned a $300,000 line of credit against his house and he invested that $300,000. Okay, now with the interest he was paying at the end of the year, he went and wrote that off because that's what this new rule stated. So, of course, he went to CRA and they said, no, 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 you can't do that. Well, he said, well, yes, I can. So that went to Supreme Court and he won. Yes, you can borrow to invest. Now, there was a gentleman named Fraser Smith. If you have a pen, a paper, a smartphone, scribble this down. Fraser Smith. Now, he's passed since, a great man, but he wrote a book called The Smith Maneuver. And it explains a theory of how you can borrow to invest and so on and so forth. Now, where I come into the fold is way back, oh gosh, I'm going back to 2004, 2006. Uh, I was doing a radio program up in 640, Home of the Leafs, sister channel to this. And I was up in Toronto doing this and it was grabbing some good some good news, of course. And Fraser, I flew out to come on to my show out there. So I met Fraser Smith a few times. Great man. And of course, with this book, because this was a hotter topic back then. Now, mind you, this was before, you know, the housing crash. This was before rates went up. This is when things were stable, kind of like now. Um, No, as stable as it can be. But still, the theory still stands. It depends on your investment per se. But like I said, if you have someone you trust, this is perfect. But basically what the overall thing was, was you borrow against the equity in your house. Because I'm not going to lie, I was raised to pay my debt off as quick. But I was also raised, don't leave money in the bank doing nothing. Always have your money working for you. Well, now you got to ask your question with equity in the house. Is that debt equity sitting there doing nothing or can you have that equity doing something for you? And like we mentioned, a lot of us have newfound equity. So what do you want to, what can you do with that equity? We've had a ton of people calling in that, you know, Michael, my house is worth 500. I only owe 240. Um, I want to take a hundred thousand dollars out and add a pool for the, the, I'm raising a family here. I want my kids to have some good memories. So I'd rather put the money in now. We get some people that are calling in to, they want a down payment because their kids are going to university, maybe up in North Bay, Guelph, wherever it may be, and they want to go buy a house for 
a down payment for the house because now you take the down payment equity, you go get a mortgage on that place, and you buy it as a rental. You can buy that place, teach your child to, you know, be the landlord and being a grown-up. It's great value for them. You know, good four- to five-year plan depending how long they're going to school. So it's a double positive, and you're creating a tax deduction out of it, okay? You're going to have an income property. Now, don't go sit, get all your hard-earned money and throw it towards the income property. No, leverage that through the house. Show the paperwork. That's what mortgage teacher will help do. Show the paperwork that I borrowed to invest, and now you're writing off 100% of that income property. These are what's happening right now. This is what Londoners and surrounding area are doing with their newfound equity. Oh, already that time, eh? Well, we got to do the news quick. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And what we're talking about today is we've all found, you know, maybe a couple hundred grand equity in our house. What can you do with it to get ahead in life? Well, we've talked about renovations. We've talked about investing in a property. What else can we do right after this? Stay tuned. And hello, I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And that's what we're doing on this program, teaching you interesting things about interest. Usually I talk about interest is interesting ways to save you interest, but funny enough today, the topic might be interesting ways to make you interest. Um, just before the break, I talked about that you know a lot of people are flying into the office and calling in because they have 100, 200, 300,000 equity in their house now. And smartly enough, they're thinking, you know, what can I do with this? Dead equity is sitting in my house. Maybe I can use it to renovate the backyard. Maybe I can use it to upgrade the home. I'm happy with that because typically how you upgrade, you get that money back in value. Some people are taking it out to maybe use to purchase as a down payment towards an income type property. Uh, We've had a lot of calls that are people are buying houses for their kids to go to university or to school. So they learn to, you know, be a little bit um, of a grown up there and run the house. At the same point, the parents create a smart tax deduction, giving all their money away and living expenses for their, their child to rent. Some people are full out uh, getting the down payment for a rental property. Of course, here in London, that's difficult. A lot of people are calling in going, great, I'm pre-approved. I want to go buy a house. Then they look at the market and go, whoa, there's nothing for sale. Yes, we have very low inventory here. Um, It is what it is. Um, (laughs) You got to try to find your place, but maybe you're looking on getting a property outside of London or elsewhere. I'm surprised of all the people that are, are doing that. And the last one, maybe not the last one, but one that is surprising a lot more than I thought a lot of people are taking equity out to maybe start to grow that vacation home, that vacation property. Being able, like being online, I'll say Airbnb, but who cares? Having sites like Airbnb, basically that, you know, even Kijiji, showing your property on there to rent out, it's changed the landscape, folks. Um, Let's think about cottages. Back in the day, it was the, the, you know, you had to be pretty wealthy to have a cottage because it had to be 100% expense. Like that house just rotted and Say you had to pay the taxes. If you had a mortgage, you had to pay for it monthly, whether people were there or not. Well, now you can easily rent it out a lot easier because of online. So now let's say you bring in, you know, you rent it out 10 times, 1000 bucks. You know, you bring in that kind of money. You bring in ten grand, and maybe the, it cost you 24000 Well, now you're only in the whole 14000 Not to mention it's a rental property. So talk to your accountant. You can borrow to invest. Of course, this is an investment property now, and you get to write off interest, right? That's what you can build. So now instead of maybe wait until you're 50 or 60 to get the cottage, maybe you can start to look into the cottage at 35 and 45. Like my kids are 10 and 12, and it wasn't really in the window lately. And now because of newfound equity and creating the numbers and the tax deductions, actually it's a good fit that I'm happy that 
my kids can enjoy this kind of stuff as they're younger instead of waiting until they're older to enjoy the cottage. So maybe this is something that you're thinking about. And guess what? Maybe it's not for five years, four years. Maybe you're not doing it for two more years. But I always suggest sit down and learn about it now. That's exactly what Mortgage Teacher is all about. I mean, Google Mortgage Teacher yourself and, and read what the people are saying. Uh, we're unbiased. We deal with all the lenders. So we're just ha- ha- here to help and guide it. And yes, if we set that up, we get paid by the lender. So all of this to you is free, folks. Now, earlier in the program, I talked about, uh, you know, we always save you interest. And these are all great strategies for, to help you get ahead, um, help redesign your books and how you can borrow and leverage. And of course, get a tax deduction. And more important, build a, some sort of growth, like whether you're building, growing the family home, whether you're growing a family vacation home, whether you're growing investment portfolio, whatever it may be, we can take our equity out to grow, but please do it smart. Don't just jump on that line of credit. The line of credit is the easy money, but it's not always the best answer because later you're going to call mortgage teacher to help us clean that up because you're caught in the money treadmill paying prime plus one or prime plus two, which is still five, six, seven percent folks. And it's compounded monthly. You want to keep paying interest on your interest? No. So make sure you contact a mortgage teacher to find out the cheapest way to borrow. Now, on the other side of the coin, because this is what people don't realize, and this is what's very powerful. As we all know, banking is tightened up. Don't you agree? It's a stress test. You know, you go into your bank and ask for money and they don't give it to you as easy as they used to. It's harder to qualify. Um, you know, in 2007, you could do a no money down mortgage. Yep. You go buy for 300 and you get a mortgage for 310 <laughs> For real. It was around. And 2009 was the 40-year amortization. So now you don't have to buy for 400. You can stretch it out and buy for 450. These are the things that were put into place to stimulate the market. Well, today it's an exact 180. We got a stress test. Everyone's got to qualify at 5.1. The highest amortization, if you're putting less than 20 down, is 25 years. So it's harder to get a mortgage. For example, if you're business for self or a waitress, basically, you know, maybe you're on contract, maybe you're I got a lot of doctors that are just starting out right out of res. I got teachers that are just in contract. You know, you got to show averages per year. Same as real estate agents or salespeople that are, you know, I'm making 40 grand this year, but I'm already at 80 this year. Boom, boom, boom. You know, it's always been the laws of average. So those are the incomes that are having the biggest trouble. Those are the ones that the banks are saying no to a lot easier. And this is the tough part. So we got to come up with answers in between to still kind of help make this happen. So because... Mortgages are so tough to qualify. There is a ton, hear me out, there is a ton of alternative lending. Now, what I mean by that, and I don't want to say private lending, but there are huge opportunities for you to invest in mortgages. Yes. The reason being is because out there what's going on is sometimes, you know, I get calls all the time. This person calls up and oh, I just want to renovate and do this and do that. But once it's done, oh my gosh, my house is going to be worth 350 no problem. So, you know, you get an appraisal, you do a progressive report. Here's what the house is worth now. Here's what it could be. Yes, if the kitchen was remodeled and the roof was put on and those windows were replaced. And sometimes you don't have the money to get that done in between. So you find that money, like a Band-Aid mortgage in between. So this is opportunity. People are always looking for the money even more than ever now, especially down in these parts. Okay, so people are looking for the money. So perhaps you have money and have that capability to invest. And that's what we also teach at Mortgage Teacher. There are companies out here. There's some that are, they call it syndicated mortgages. There's sometimes if you have a lawyer friend and the lawyer knows someone to, they're looking for money. There's small companies aside like capital groups that put these together. 
There's also what they call MIX, Mortgage Investment Corporations. There's a lot of great people here around London. I'm not going to lie. I love London lenders. The closer you get to Toronto, people gouge. Like if you want to use alternative money, holy moly. Like they just, you know, it's 10%, 12%. I mean, down here, everybody can win. People can borrow at 8%. I just saw one the other day that, you know, they kind of need money on their farm to get things changed. And under farming criteria, it's very hard to borrow money through the bank. Therefore, it was just they only need it for literally a couple months. So they'd rather just grab it at a short term. Yeah, they're grabbing it, you know, 8.9%. But they only got to pay a certain amount per month. That's easy for them. That's going to help them get way ahead and make a lot more money. So it all depends what your picture is. But really, if you even may, perhaps you're interested in lending and mortgages, mortgage teacher can teach you that. Now, earlier in the program, like I said, this whole talk was to talk about, hmm, we have equity in our house. What can we do with it? Well, first of all, there's the whole strategy of the Smith Maneuver. That's a book you can go find on Amazon, and it's how you can create the tax-deductible mortgage because if you borrow to invest, you use your house to do that. Uh, if you have a planner and uh, if you are an investor yourself listening to this show, please, we can talk. We can talk, go through your clients and teach that, wow, they have found equity. And yes, instead of you investing $40,000 for them, we can maybe find another 100000 like I said, if you're finding a way to make money and have a good thing going, well, let us know because maybe we can find more for you. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and that's what we want to do on this program, teach you that, hey, it's not mortgages aren't just borrowing the money. Sometimes you can invest in mortgages. There's a lot of things around mortgages that can help all of us, especially here in the city of London, and we love helping in our own backyard. So look us up at mortgageteacher.com. Look us up through all of our social channels. We're there. Reach out. You can always phone us the old way, 226-289-2991. Again, I'm Michael Mullis signing off, and have yourselves a great weekend. And bring on March.